When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Richmond assistant coach Xavier Clark has been good enough to join us on Sunday Crunch Time. Welcome to you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. Nick Del Santo just told me that you are the best roommate he's ever had. <laughs> I used to pick Del up when I first uh, when we first got drafted because he didn't have his license. But um, we may have been late a few times. Del, <laughs> from, from my uh, from my own fault. That, but, would, be, uh, that would be correct. But, um, but no, nah, we we had some good times at the Saints. What was he like as a, a roommate? Was hey, he... He's pretty good. Oh, yeah, he's okay. pretty good. Yeah, I, I would have figured. <laughs> hey, it's a it's a big game for the Tigers here at the MCG, and I think on paper a lot of people would just think, yep, this one's a tick for uh, Richmond and a, another box to tick as you look to uh, seal up a final spot. But how do you guys assess the Hawks? Because we've seen this year they can be pretty dangerous at times. Yeah, they are. And look, their, their numbers suggest that you know, their transition from the back half is pretty good and their, their ball use and some of their risks that they take, mainly through the corridor and their ball use in that part of the game. So it's sort of one of those ones that we've got to really be mindful of um, from that point of view. But um, and the other thing is, you know, they, they're probably trying a few things that they may be trying to implement into the next year as well. And sometimes it's a little bit hard to understand what they, well, what we're trying to plan for them to do. But if we can get our 80% of right what we need to do and control that part of the game, we should be able to get the game mostly on our terms. And the last two weeks, we've built a lot of confidence out of that. Um, we've, we've changed a couple of things structurally. That's going to be a, help us uh, fall to the ball. And um, we're hoping that we can... Um, continue to do that today. X, you're obviously a really experienced team that have achieved everything there is to achieve in the game, but how difficult and how much attention as coaches do you still need to put on the players about just focusing on the next two hours and not thinking about results and the possibility about getting into finals and all that? How is it still a, a challenge from a coach's perspective to make sure that they're switched on for today and not thinking ahead? Yeah, definitely. And I think this time of the year, you well know, we're probably not going to get a hell of a lot fitter. Yep. Um, and the reality is that the, the teams that can execute their roles and their um, and do the fundamentals of the game the longest, it sounds you know, it's really cliche, but that's the reality. We know finals footy is high contest, high pressure, and if you can stick to your structures and play your roles and do the fundamentals, that basically what gets you um, to, to where you need to be. And I think that the next two weeks for us is certainly what we need to do in that part of the game. And you know, everyone understanding what they need to do, the, you know, the moments of the game. You now we've learned some really harsh lessons over probably five weeks ago where we've been really close and um, you know, we just let the composure slip away from us. So you know, they're the parts of the game we'll continue to, to educate our players on over the next um, hopefully six, six weeks or so. Xavier, one of the things that's uh, been most impressive watching you guys from afar and you know, playing against uh, your group that's been around for five or six years has been the versatility of your players. I'm talking about uh, Baker, Rioli's gone forward to back, Marlon Pickett's very versatile, Jaden Short's almost played forward, back and mid, Shea Bolton the same. So is that been, has that been something that you guys as coaches have, have tried to drive amongst your playing group and those players have been able to do it or are they just versatile players who you're lucky enough that you can throw them around and you have the courage to, within a game, to throw them around? 
Yeah, probably a combination of all the all the above questions there. Um, we, we, with Daniel, he's he's as the forward, we probably got to a little bit, to be honest, his expiry date because he was playing such an important role for us. But he just wasn't having an impact you know, forward of the ball um, from that point of view. And, and we play a really structured type of brand in our forward half. And you know, for him, it was like, how do we move him to continue to get the best out of him and play to his strength? And halfback just seemed so obvious that he was so quick. He was good in the contest. And if we can get him to play a defensive structure, anything can happen. He's having an unbelievable season so far. And Noah Bolter's probably one. We probably too detrimental to ourselves. We probably throw him around a little bit too much. We think he, you know, he can be a really good forward. He can be a good second ruck. But the reality is I think he's, he's going to be a really good backman for us for a long period of time. So if we can settle him down there, yeah, along with Josh Gibkiss and these guys, they're going to play a lot of footy together. So for now on, I think we'll see those guys settle down. Bolter in particular play back. And the other one you mentioned is um, Liam Baker. He, he's just, I think he's just a star. He's one of those guys that you can actually throw anywhere. It doesn't bother, bother, uh, bother him. Uh, he's, he's great in the contest. You know, if we need to win contests forward of the ball, we can push him forward. If we need to win contests behind the ball, we'll put him back. So, um, yeah, that's, a, I, I guess, a, a great thing we have within the group. You say I've been watching with interest as well. You've had two rucks in your side at different stages. Uh, Soldo's not in the side. Nankervis can certainly carry the load. But that you, know, you say you want to settle Bolter down as a defender, but you probably need him as a backup ruck as well. Does it make it harder to have your backup ruck as a defender rather than a forward, or are you just willing to make that work where possible, or are you going to just use someone who's about six foot? Yeah, I did. Look, obviously, it was a while ago now, 17, you know, um, uh, Sean Griggs, our second ruck, you know, so we sort of make it work from that part of the game. And I guess the way we try, we got two really generally number one rucks in Soldo and Nate, and, it's hard sometimes to play them both in the same team because the reality is one of them has to play forward for probably 40 or 50 or 60% of the game. So, you know, their ruck time is a little bit more limited. So you've got to find other ways where you can get a better benefit for that second ruck to, because the play majority's game time is going to be in a different position, if that makes sense. So, you know, we've got Benny Miller at the moment who's going to be second ruck and he's played a little bit of forward over the last couple of weeks and, and has actually done quite well. So... The reason why we sort of haven't probably gone with those two um, general rucks is, is, is that um, we just want to try and you know, get that position where they play secondary um, to be able to nail that. I think we all love watching Shay Bolton go about it. He is just so exciting to watch. What is it like coaching him? I can imagine that at some points you just sit back in the box and just marvel at what he's able to produce. Oh, he's yeah, he's been outstanding this year, and um, he's been building for a while and. He's grown as a person. It's been really good to see that um, within the footy club. You know, we draft him as a, a bottom age 17-year-old and to, to what, see what he's doing now is pretty phenomenal. But he's a pretty cool character. He's pretty relaxed. Not much bothers him. Um, you know, we do a lot of stuff with um, MMRE and talking about staying in your A. And I don't think he has a, a, anything other than an A. He's, a. he's always in that in the moment and he'll just make things happen. He's Like I said, he's pretty relaxed. He knows the game really well now. And really, he's just got to continue to work and get himself in positions where he can impact the game. And um, it's, a, you know, it's really good because he can play forward. We can put him center square bounce. We can put him around the ball. Um, and he can take a nice mark too. I, I think I might have taught him that one down maybe. But, uh, <laughs> but no, he, he, he's a very good player. And we're, we're glad to see him just continue growing as, as a person and as a player. So between yourself and Andrew <laughs> McQualter, you're taking all credit for Dustin Martin. Now you're taking credit for his protege in Bolton. This is, uh, Bolton, this is going well. I, I don't think um, Minnie could get off the ground though, Dale. He never took a hanger. <laughs> hey, what about Dusty? I mean, how confident are you that if you make finals, he can return and have some kind of impact? Yeah, we definitely are. Like we we um, full trust in our, our strength and conditioning staff, and he's been training well. He's, it's been a little bit of a slow process for him, but over the last 
week or so, he's starting to show some really good signs. So, you know, he's a he's a seasoned player. He's been durable for a long period of time, Dusty. And, um, you know, I think, you know, getting two or three weeks into him, footy sessions and trainings, um, I think he's proven he's a pretty good finals player. So if we can get there, um, you know, certainly he'll, he'll have an impact. Just out of curiosity, X, what percentage do you reckon you guys are going at at the moment? So you spoke about the contests and one thing that you guys have been brewing out, probably outside of clearances, it's just outworking the opposition in contests. If you had to put a number on it, how many cylinders are you guys firing at at the moment? Oh, I like V8s, mate, so I'll go off an eight-cylinder. Okay. Uh, we're probably, we're probably, oh, it's hard to say, we're probably, we're probably about the six-five sort of mark at the moment. I think the Brisbane game in particular, we, we got a lot of confidence out of that, you know, yep. knowing that we were 42 points down and um, our ability to be able to get back into the game and a lot of it the, of the, was off the back of contests and our ability to be able to win the contest ahead of the ball was really pleasing. Then we took that into the port game. So if we continue to build that, we know that um, you know, that stands up well in, in the back end of the, the finals. What's the one thing, uh, X, you want to take away from the Hawks uh, if, you're to, if you're to win today's game? What's the one threat that they pose? Well, certainly they they are good in contests, but also their ball movement, like their ball movement off the halfback, the, their corridor use, and the ability to be able to take risks in that part of the game is certainly one area that we will really need to take away. And if we can get a front half game and what we pride ourselves on, um, they'll go a long way to playing the game in it, on our terms. Xavier, thank you so much for joining us on Sunday Crunch Time, and best of luck this afternoon. All right, guys, thanks for having me. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.